we're still feeling the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. If you're near retirement, you may be feeling even more unsettled than most. On today's show, we'll offer some tips on how to retire well during difficult times. Discover retirement concepts you need to know. You're hitting that magic age of 65. You need to really start to do your research. Learn how to navigate through economic uncertainty. And anybody can retire. It's whether you can stay retired. That is the real point. A successful retirement doesn't happen by accident. You deserve a secure, independent retirement. Welcome in to your retirement with Sam Hello, everyone. I'm Chuck Caton, consumer advocate, and this is Your Retirement with dual financial strategies of the star of the show, Sam Duell. We have Andy Schooler in studio as well. Luke Bonabel is on assignment this particular week, uh, but we do have a very exciting show here. And uh, remember, you can get a hold of them at 866-203-7486. You said before the break that we are still feeling, Sam, the uh, effects of uh, COVID-19. At least it's a little bit better than a calendar year ago, but uh, you've got some tips here for avoiding or overcoming some common retirement mistakes in this challenging financial environment, or maybe for any time, because it could be very challenging for some of our uh, listeners in the Fox Valley because they may have lost a job or they may be looking for one or uh, whatever other impact uh, their family may have had uh, with COVID-19. So what are some of the things that uh, we have to think about uh, uh, with respect to uh, the potential damage that was done over the last 12 months or so. Well, unfortunately, I I do think that we have to take into consideration not retiring too soon. Yeah. You can significantly increase your retirement income by simply delaying your retirement date, even if it's just for a year or two. If you did get laid off or furloughed last year, that decision most probably made for you, but you should still try to find part-time work that could help postpone claiming Social Security or tapping into your savings. We have to plan for your retirement to be upwards of 30 plus years now, Mm -hmm. and in some cases 40 years if you think about it, with people, the the generations living over 100 years old have now increased by 44%. It is a significant probability that you will live much longer than you think you will. So be prepared, and that means that waiting may be the the needed (laughs) deal to get you through retirement. Yeah. You know, one of the one of the little things that uh, we'll suggest that you try, and we learned this from one of our clients. It, it was a very interesting approach that they took. There, there's a little bit of an age difference between the husband and the wife, so they're going to retire at different times. He's coming up on retirement here, actually this year, I believe. As a matter of fact, he is at this point in time marking off dates on the calendar as we speak. <laughs> Countdown um, clock. Pretty sure, um, but what they decided to do here as they were coming into retirement, especially like for that last six months was they said, okay, we're just going to act like his income doesn't exist. We're going to live on my income. So they're living on the wife's income right now. And they said, we're just going to see if that fits. Okay. Is that all right? So maybe you've got that situation. You could do that. You could say, okay, I'm not going to retire for six months, eight months, 12 months. But what we're going to start doing now is we're going to start doing, we're going to look at this and say, okay, this is how much retirement income we figure we're going to have. See if you can live off of that. That's a really good way to figure out, am I retiring too soon or do I need to continue to build that nest egg? Yeah, that's very good advice. Very good advice. So how about delaying uh, social security for as long as possible? That's that's a wonderful strategy. If, if social security has 
this mechanism inside of it called a delayed retirement credit. So the basics of Social Security, of course, is that in most situations, we're not talking about Social Security disability or anything like that, but in typical Social Security situations, you start taking that as early as 62. That's when you can start. And then you can delay taking that until age 70. And for every year that you delay taking Social Security between 62 and 70, you receive an 8% delayed retirement credit. In other words, the longer you wait, the more that you get. So if you can delay taking that Social Security, like Andy said, even for income, hey, if you can work an extra year, that's a big difference. If you can delay taking Social Security an extra year or two or five, that can make a really big difference. It's an 8% swing every year. You don't touch Social Security. Yeah, like, you know, how, when was the last time you were able to get an 8% CD? Like an 8% growth rate with Decades zero ago. risk. Yeah, zero <laughs> risk ago. just doesn't exist anymore. No. So it's a great way to maximize that income and to, to get yourself to a point that you're able to get what you really deserve and you're able to get the maximum amount. So if you can delay it, do what we want to do when you come in for your retirement retirement lifestyle review is we want to look at that social security amount you're going to receive and I want to look at that within the same lens as how much money you've saved for retirement because social security income and retirement income out of an IRA go hand in glove from a tax perspective we have to balance one against the other so we want to make sure that you're doing it in the most efficient manner possible. All right. Now, Sam and Andy, we're talking about common uh, retirement mistakes that we want to uh, avoid during this uh, COVID-19 period, even though it's subsiding a little bit, we still have to uh, think about uh, things. And I think emotion uh, plays a little part in everything that's been happening. So uh, you want to keep the emotion out of uh, hasty decisions uh, investment-wise, right? Well, you absolutely do. I yeah. mean, I think I think it's that's, a kiss of death. It is making the emotional death. decision is a kiss I, of death. I was just going to say, you know, based on all the classes and stuff that you've done in teaching, I think that one of the biggest comments that we get after the classes is, I wish I would have known this 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Yeah. And ultimately, right, we can't unring the bell. You can't go backwards. So if you are within what we would consider the retirement red zone, five years prior to retiring, then you probably do want to start looking at some of these things so that you have a plan so that you have some direction so that you don't find yourself in an emotional place yeah you know panicking essentially because you don't have any sort of a oh my gosh what happens if 2008 happens again um because you, know, you don't know we don't know and and you can't control it that's the reason why you need to have a plan we need to have a cohesive well thought out efficient retirement income and spending plan because right. you can't get in a situation where, where you're going to panic. I can tell you, I, I've been doing this for over two decades now, friends, and the only time that I have seen people get in a sideways position or people get off track on their retirement was when they made an emotional decision and went outside the boundaries of the plan went outside the parameters of the plan, whether that was some sort of a knee-jerk stock market reaction, any of that. You're doing this for a 20, 25, 30-year time frame. We have to have a flexible plan that you can stay within the guardrails on and that you're not going to panic and just go running and screaming for the exits because that will sink you every time. You know, I met with some folks here recently that had made a, a bit of a, of a snap decision uh, when the markets were real rough last year to move some money out, a significant amount of money out of the markets, and they parked it in cash. Well, you know, as Murphy's Law would, would show, we ran a calculation on that here a week or so ago, and they literally lost 
more than $6,000 in gains on that money that they moved out because they made a decision based upon emotion instead of being based upon reality. So make a decision based upon reality. And the second one, this is so important. Listen to me telling you this, and please, please, please promise me you'll follow this golden rule and never break it. Never, ever allow your individual political bias to alter your financial decisions. That one's a kiss of death, too. It doesn't matter whether you love the people in office, you hate the people in office, or whatever the case is. Never make a financial decision based upon your political biases. That one's a kiss of death as well. Absolutely, Sam. And in this environment right now, the polarization, it's very easy to do and very hard to discipline yourself. But that is excellent excellent advice uh, you just got to keep a level head it's almost like in sports uh, you know sure. you have a couple of goals scored against you in the first five minutes of a game you're not out of it you got you had a chance to to get it back and uh, whether you're a couple of touchdowns down or whatever uh, you've got that whole rest of the game so uh, don't be over emotional don't be overly down about it or up and uh, don't make those emotional decisions and another thing uh, you can't ignore and, and again if, if you're talking about trying to retire early you've got to remember that you've got to turn 65 before uh, you get Medicare and so don't ignore planning for medical expenses as well because all of us think we're going to be healthy forever uh, but that may not be the case uh, in 100 percent and you've got to make sure you can pay for it absolutely well and if you look at what's out there and available to you i mean just think if you're under 65 and retired you still have to fill in the the gap until you medicare actually kicks in right. i mean i know a lot of people want to retire at 62 but now you've got three years that you've got to plan and figure out how much your aca plans are going to cost and and if you don't qualify for any of the supplements then you're paying full price and we've yep. seen that be close to twelve hundred dollars a month yep. so you really have to be aware and plan for where's the money coming from to pay for health insurance until um you know i can jump on to um Medicare and let's face it if you leave a job Cobra is expensive yeah I mean it may not be as expensive as ACA I don't know it depends on your plan but that's definitely something that you have to investigate before you go saying I'm gonna be done and make sure when you're getting ready to move into that Medicare space at age 65 you want to start planning out in front of that too not only are you gonna have to start looking at Medicare supplements Mm -hmm. and the different things that you can do there which becomes a very confusing world for people it's almost like Folks, I'll tell you, even we do this stuff every day, uh, and Andy does work with Medicare in our offices. And even working with this every day, it's still a foreign language. I mean, there's it totally changes. The Medicare world is like this language of its own. It's like you're trying to learn this entirely new uh, verbiage when it comes to Medicare. So make sure you're seeking someone out there that can help you uh, with your questions, and it can make sure that you're going the right direction. Because this whole retirement thing basically turns into a checklist for you because you've got all of these puzzle pieces that you're going to need to put together and they need to fit. You don't be go out there and start, you know, pounding a round peg into a square hole. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to give us a call right now. You got to get started on this and the only way you get started on this is you pick up the phone. We're going to have you in our offices in Appleton or in Green Bay, whatever's convenient for you. You'll sit down with one of us, myself, Andy or Luke, and we'll talk you through these different puzzle pieces. For instance, Let's talk about Social Security. 
When should you start taking that benefit? How's it going to fit into your overall income picture? Let's talk about risk. We talked about not making snap investment decisions. Well, the reason why a lot of people do that is because they don't have the right risk profile in place. So let's get you in the right risk profile and let's do it scientifically based upon reality and not just some arbitrary questionnaire. And man, let's start tackling this tax problem. Let's start talking about the implications of those savings accounts that you've got and what's going to happen. We've got to discuss these points. You've got to talk about this in a manner that you understand. So if you don't feel like that person you're working with right now has a good solid handle on these topics or they're just not connecting with you, give us a call. Come into the office. Let's sit down and talk about it. Chuck, how do they get a hold of us? All right, Sam, it's very simple. All you have to do is call Sam or Andy at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. And they'll give you a no cost, no obligation, straight talk about your retirement as you prepare for that. Uh, at Dual Financial Strategies, we're here to be of service to you. And the number to call, 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. And Sam will also hand you a copy of his book, uh, Purpose Determines Placement. All right, Sam, we've got to take a break, so uh, we're going to go back in time in our next segment, aren't we? Yeah, a little bit, Chuck. You know, when you were a kid doing kid things, your mom and dad would say, grow up. Well, you did. And just like that, now retirement's around the corner. When we come back, a checklist of how to retire as a real grown-up. This is your retirement, and I'm consumer advocate Chuck Caton, representing Dual Financial Strategies with Sam Dual and Andy Schooler. Uh, Luke Von Abel is on assignment for this segment here, but we are going to go back in time, as uh, Sam said earlier. So uh, Sam and Andy have a checklist that can help you plan to retire like an adult. And obviously, this is a Yogi Berraism. This first one, you've got to know how much retirement income you're going to have uh, when you yep. come to that uh, fork in the road. Take it, he said once. Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. But that's true. You you have to add these things up. So you just sit down and we'll do this when we when we meet with you for your retirement lifestyle review. Let's just sit down and add up the sources of income. We got Social Security. You know, we when do we take that? Uh, how much money are we going to need to do for withdrawals out of your retirement accounts, your IRAs, your 401ks? Uh, maybe you're one of the very fortunate few that have a pension that still have a pension. So is that going to be there? Uh, do you have rental properties? Do you own farm ground? And you're going to be renting out some of that acreage to people. So the first thing to do is let's figure out how much income you're going to have. And then secondly, Andy, we probably want to make sure that we don't act like the federal and state government and that our retirement expenses actually remain below our retirement income. That would be a novel thought. <laughs> well, for the government, it certainly would be. <laughs> right. Um, most important rule, of course, is don't go over what you don't have. Spend less than you earn. Yeah. It's, it's a simple It's a it's really a simple, concept. simple concept. It just seems to be a miss today. Um, so yes, live within your means. Do not overspend. 
that can, if, if you don't have a plan, we talk about it all the time. If you don't have a plan, it is so easy to go, oh, I'm just going to take some money from here. I'm just going to take some money from here. And lo yeah. and behold, then the market takes its piece of the pie because it does what it does. Yep. Um, and, you know, I, I hate to say it, but we've had a few people that have come to us. And unfortunately, we're given really poor advice at one point in time. 2008 happened. They dropped their accounts by 50%. And we're still told they could take 10% out of their account. And yeah. by the time they got to us, it was like, oh, what do you there's, yeah. there's not much I can do. Unfortunately, you can't keep pulling that amount. It just isn't sustainable. Yeah, so but, don't spend more than you don't have. It's pretty easy. Yeah, Luke said recently on a show that, uh, you know, just having your, your retirement nest egg and picking away at it and hoping it didn't go yeah. away, that's not a retirement withdrawal plan. It's, it doesn't work that way. It's sort of like an inheritance. The average length of time an inheritance will last is 17 months. Yeah. So, so the, the one good way to make sure that you're not going over budget on these things is to have guaranteed lifetime income to cover those basic expenses. When we talk about expenses, we talk about them in two different categories. The first category is what we would call food, clothing, and shelter. That is your necessary expenses that you have to have literally for survival means. And then the second expense category would be your discretionary expenses, or we call it your toys and candy account. So if we set this up so that you have this guaranteed lifetime income source, basically just establish your own pension plan with your retirement savings. You have a guaranteed lifetime income source to cover those necessary, essential, everyday expenses. That makes it a whole lot easier for you to stay within the boundaries on everything else. That's true. And then another thing, when we talk about being a grown-up in retirement, Sam and Andy, is that uh, you uh, have to pay off some debt here. Now, you talked in previous programs about good debt, bad debt, but uh, it seems like you want to minimize that as well. Well, oh, of for course. sure. Yeah. yeah. One of the greatest threats to retirement today may not actually be saving too little, but owing too much. I think it was a it was a 2016 survey, and it was by the Center for Secure Retirement found that that boomers, Americans born between 1946 and 1964, are actually carrying significant amount of debt into retirement. And I think that's a big change from your parents and mm -hmm. how they lived and how they existed with you know pay cash for everything, no debt, credit cards were not a thing that's used all the time. So be very conscientious of that. Yeah. And some of it's just life stuff. You know, we had a situation here a while back where some folks came in to see us uh, and because of no fault of their own, just because of, you know, some unfortunate life stuff that happened to these, this couple later on, um, they had had to dip into some retirement savings and they had had to, uh, you know, accrue some debt. Uh, but we just spent some time with them and, and sat down and looked at that load and said, hey, this is like everything else. We will we'll tackle this debt the way you tackle everything else. Um, it's not, you know, we know it's not fiscally possible for you to just erase all of it. It, but let's erase the worst of it and let's just work our way through it. So make sure that if we have debt, that it's serviceable and that it's debt that is manageable for you. Make sure you're aware of inflation. Now, I don't want you to go out and just go crazy with what you're doing, worried about hyperinflation because a lot of these things will level out. But you do want to be aware of that. Sometimes uh, you set in a situation where you've got everything, uh, you know, all buttoned down and you're only making a half a percent in a bank savings account. Well, you're going to go broke safely in that particular situation because just the natural things uh, that that happen uh, in e the economy for inflation are going to eat you up. I call it getting nibbled to death by ducks because you're you're making so much less than what inflation is costing you. 
Yeah, absolutely true. And uh, that's something that uh, when you come in and you bring a statement in and you say, hey, uh, Sam and Andy, I've got $1.5 million. Well, you really don't. You've got to, in my 401k. Uh, what about taxes? What about inflation? And so all of those things you can sort out for people. Uh, and you also have to plan for other potential risks, don't you? Oh, you absolutely do. Uh, that's one of the things that people kind of forget when they go into retirement is that the the risks are still there. You still have risks, uh, but sometimes they shift. Uh, you know, you'll have a different type of risk in retirement than you had before, where uh, all of a sudden when you're young and you're raising a family and you've got bills for houses and cars and all those sorts of things, you know, life insurance is very, very important to you. So if someone mm-hmm. were to pass away, you want to make sure that that gap gets filled. Uh, interestingly enough, when you go into retirement, um, now life insurance for the sake of life insurance to pay off a house or something that's probably already paid for it isn't that important. But now you have to start looking at these same instruments and and applying them to other uses. For example, many people now face the risk, Andy, of of a long term care exposure or, oh, right. or or what we would call chronic illness, to where you're you're chronically ill, you can't perform two of the six activities of daily living. So what people don't realize is that the same types of instruments that we used early on, they may not be an exact fit for that. So we might have to do some tweaking, but we want to make sure that you don't get wiped out because of uh, a, a you know a, a risk that you couldn't predict. We well, don't know when it's going to happen. Car yeah. accident. Uh, I mean, gosh, if you break your hip or your pelvis or something on an accident, yeah, and you got to go into some sort of a care facility because your spouse can't take care of you. You got a problem. You do. And hopefully you've got a tool that will help you solve it. So that's a part of it. That's what any good retirement-focused planner is going to do. And that's really what sets us apart in the industry and where we really literally have no competition. Uh, And we have no one uh, in our area that does what we do the way that we do it because all we focus on is retirement. We are forever thinking about these things, and we're just doing all of the things that your current advisor forgets to do or doesn't know how to do. Um, or works for somebody else and doesn't, you know, can't and do. And it's not, can't do. So it's not that it's a magic formula, but uh, doing things like evaluating your plans, taking a look at where you're at, getting together with that person, whether you're doing it quarterly, semi-annually, annually, you've got to stay on top of this stuff, uh, prompting you in a lot of cases. So, hey, have you developed an estate plan? And an estate plan doesn't mean that you've got a gazillion dollars. You know, the estate plan means are your affairs in order? If you get sick, do you have the proper documentation that will allow someone to make medical decisions for you? If you get to the point that you can't uh, work with your own money, have you designated an agent for that under a financial power of attorney? Do we have the provisions set up so that you're able to live the lifestyle that you want and have someone be able to step into that role? So estate planning, we have a large, uh, large amount of people that come in that we end up referring out to very well and highly respected and established planning firms in the area that focus specifically on those things. And, you know, Chuck, you're you're uh, in semi-retirement now from your, uh, you know, a very, uh, very storied and illustrious broadcasting career. And um, when you go into retirement, a dream and a purpose. I mean, you've told us part of the reason that you do this uh, um, radio thing for people and is to, to give you a purpose. It gives you something to do. So what's your dream and your purpose in retirement? 
Yeah, that's exactly right. And my dream and purpose is to try to get my handicap down in golf as well as do work with you and Andy. And so I've got a dual purpose. And we'd like to travel. We've got three kids, and uh, they live in various uh, parts of the country. I guess the closest one to you is in the Chicagoland area. So okay. uh, that's our youngest son. So you're right. You have to have that, but you have to have a plan, and that's where you come in uh, here at uh, Dual Financial Strategies. It's really interesting, Chuck, and it's really uh, I think it's such an advantage for our listeners to have you on the show with us as the consumer advocate for them um, because you not only work with us on our show, uh, you work with different advisors that do what we do that are strictly and very specifically focused on retirement, but you work without, with advisors throughout the United States that are doing this. So I love to be able to have your input for our listeners on the topics that we talked about because not only are you living it because you are where they are headed or where they're already at in retirement you also have the advantage of multiple levels of input from other advisors nationwide so you literally have your pulse on the uh, on the retirement issue uh, across the country so it's it's i think it's so valuable for our listeners to get your input on these these topics because you've lived it and you live it every day yeah well and i try to learn it every day too and that's what our listeners need to do and that's why they need to contact you Learning and education is so important when you go into retirement. And Andy, we are focused like a laser on that educational aspect of what's going on. It has to start with education. If you've got over $200,000 in retirement accounts, give us a call. It's your chance to come in and get a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for the visit. It's simply a chance for you to get some education about your money. And I think that's so critical and one of the best decisions you can make for yourself moving forward. Now we've found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. Number one, you don't know how much you're paying in fees and commissions. Number two, you don't know how unnecessary risk you're taking in your nest eggs. And number three, you don't necessarily understand the tax implications on your retirement dollars. We can sit down and help you understand all of these issues. Many of our listeners go through this process and eventually become clients. Others don't. It's okay. But at least come and educate yourself. Come to the office. Pick up a book. Get Sam's Purpose Determines Placement and Nine-Step Guide to Your Retirement. And, and start that process of really educating yourself so that you can make a great financial decision. All right. Thanks, Andy. And that number to call to reach Andy and Sam at uh, Dual Financial Strategies is 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. They're easy to talk to. They'll talk in plain English about your retirement. You'll get that retirement lifestyle review. And Sam's book, as Andy mentioned, Purpose Determines Placement. So make that phone call right now at 866-203-7486. Wonderful segment once again what's coming up next well we'll talk a little bit about the fact that you've got a 401k and that's a good thing but we'll also dig into why having a Roth IRA to complement it could be just what the retirement doctor ordered details after this Back again with Retiring Your Way, Your Retirement with Sam Duell at Duell Financial Strategies. And we are here with Sam, with Andy Schooler, and with Luke Von Abel. And I'm Chuck Caton, consumer advocate, uh, and uh, once upon a time, a resident of the great state of Wisconsin. 
But uh, and I we enjoyed every minute of it, as we said earlier, Sam. Uh, my kids are almost retirement age now. <laughs> Times time, well, actually, I'm kind of stretching a little bit. They're in their forties, but uh, they've got 401ks. Uh, They should think about Roths, and uh, this is something that you just talked about here uh, before the break. So, uh, again, if you're out there uh, saving in a 401k, maybe the Roth IRA uh, might seem unnecessary to add to your retirement plan. But let me tell you something. Having done this myself, Sam, uh, it is very, very good. You could be surprised to learn uh, that uh, there are some features of the Roth that you may not know about, that you're going to uh, enlighten us about, that can improve our listeners' financial flexibility when it comes to retirement. And I'll tell you, I really believe in that. And uh, you can uh, kind of enumerate those for us. Yeah, the, the Roth is an interesting, it's an interesting animal because it's, it's an IRA. It's an individual retirement account. But the Roth IRA, relative to the history of savings accounts, if you will, uh, is quite a newcomer. It really hasn't been around that long. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, a lot of us that are, uh, that are in our 50s and 60s, we haven't had the the time um, you know the time gift I guess of being able to put into a Roth because the the basic premise to a Roth is the tax free implications of when the money comes out of it. Mm-hmm. So the difference between a Roth IRA and a regular IRA or something like a four hundred one k is that when you put money into a Roth IRA, you've already paid taxes on that money. That's called post-tax money. When you put money into a 401k or a traditional IRA, that's called pre-tax money. So you get a tax break on the front. You're not paying taxes on the money that goes into that traditional IRA, and then you're not paying taxes on the gains as it goes along. Where Roth IRA differs is that you've already paid taxes on the money that goes into it. But all of the growth of that Roth IRA forever forward is tax-free it can be passed down to heirs your spouse your children anybody that you would want to give it to the money continues to be tax-free so that is something that in today's uh, you know very much unknown tax environment that we think is is really important and Luke there's one attribute to a Roth that many people misunderstand. Honestly, I believe that there are many advisors and many tax preparers that Mm -hmm. don't understand this. But tell the listeners about the ability to access a Roth IRA in a pinch, Mm -hmm. or whatever the case might be, without a penalty. How does that work? Kind of the lesser known facts that most people aren't aware with the Roth is that you can access your contributions to the Roth IRA at any time. Because as Sam just talked about, the difference between the IRA and the Roth IRA is that Roth IRA, you've already paid the taxes on that contribution. So Uncle Sam isn't as concerned about those funds at that point because it's already gone across that tax threshold. Right. So you have the ability to access your contributions from your Roth IRA without penalty, even if you're, say, 45 years old. Right. Now, you don't want to access the growth of the the Roth IRA. Exactly. That would be penalized yes. if you started to do that. Exactly. Um, but if you just access, access the contributions, you can almost think of that money um, if you wanted to as an emergency fund. It wouldn't be ideal to you know be setting that money aside as an emergency fund, but it is there and accessible for, for you. Yeah. And make sure, folks, that 
the person preparing your taxes, or even if you have to give an education to the person that's your advisor, make sure you know and understand that point about Roth IRAs because we find that there are more mistakes made and more ill advice given on that single topic than any other thing concerning a Roth IRA. Uh, I can tell you a story of one of our clients two years ago, under the age of 59 and a half, uh, there was a job change. We needed to access some funds. We wanted to be able to do some things in a very efficient manner. Uh, we didn't want to withdraw money from a standard IRA. Uh, there were some uh, age limitations on that. So we said, look. And just, they were under 59 and a half. And he was under the 59 and a half. So we said, look, just take it out of the Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. You can do that. You can take your basis from this Roth IRA. So they did that, took it in. I got a call from them about three weeks after tax season that year, and they said, Sam, can I bring my tax return in and have you take a look at it? I think the people, and I'm not going to name names, is one of the one of the big block firms that, that did the tax preparation for them. They said, I think they made a mistake on this. Will you look at it? So I took a look at it, and they did. The person that did the tax preparation had shown that distribution to be non-legitimate. So they got the 10% penalty on it, all of the things that happened. And I said, no, you take it back to them. I printed off the IRS webpage where that particular rule is at. And I said, take your return back to them, give them this piece of paper and say, look, fix this because right. it's not correct. So make sure that that portion is understood. Second thing, tax-free withdrawals. Folks, that's a biggie. That's a huge portion for you when it comes time to do these things efficiently during retirement because one of the most common mistakes that people make is tax efficiency. You want to be able to do this in a very efficient manner. And then another piece of this, and Chuck, I don't know, you know, we've we've uh, only been on the show together here for a short period of time, but yeah. you mentioned before that you're in your, your late 60s. Mm -hmm. uh, don't know if you're drawing Social Security yet or not. Yes. Um, but you've learned, maybe the hard way, that this whole thing about Social Security is that, unfortunately, when you get into retirement, in most cases, your Social Security is taxed. Absolutely. And that's one of the big surprises when I started taking it, which was about two calendar years ago. I said, what do you mean taxing Social Security? I put all this money in over the years that I've worked as a broadcaster, and now all of a sudden I've got to uh, pay tax on the, the what I'm trying to recoup from the government from what I put in as an investment. Yeah, uh, I didn't think it was fair, but uh, you know, we'll try to make some adjustments and try to minimize that, and you've got the way to do it. Yeah, and that is a big surprise for a lot of people, Chuck. When they retire, they just don't realize that, that there's going to be taxation on that Social Security. And then what happens is, Andy, we've seen this in, in quite a number of cases where people are going along fine, and they've retired, and they're taking money out of an IRA or a 401k, and that's supplementing their income. And then all of a sudden, they get to this point where they start taking Social Security, and now they've added depending upon where you fall in at most people are either taxed on 50 percent of their social security or 85 percent of it but all of a sudden they've got another twenty five thirty thousand dollars plus mm -hmm. hitting this tax return every year so the roth ira in that instance andy if you're trying to do efficient tax planning that can be a great tool at that point too because you can take these withdrawals from it and not affect your tax bracket well, we have a number of our clients that are using the Roth IRAs that they have to continue the income stream without affecting their um, ACA plan premiums. So you could still get some help with that. So there's yeah. definitely... A lot of areas. Yep. There's definitely a lot of ways that you can use Roth IRAs so that you get the income that you need, perhaps, but not necessarily affecting some of the other 
um, financial areas that can be affected by additional income that is taxable. Yeah, yeah, because that's a, that's the only thing with taxation, and that's where these Roth IRAs can come in really handy, is we want to try to keep as little of that money taxable as possible. Well, the next thing, too, and finally, as we wrap up this segment, is here's something I like, even though I haven't started doing this yet because I haven't reached the golden age of 72, is required minimum distributions. You don't have to worry about that uh, when you take it out of the Roth account. You don't have to take any RMDs out of a Roth, right? Correct. That is correct. So um, you're you're not because you've already paid the taxes on that money there's no mandatory withdrawal for you um, you the person that has earned that money and it gives you the option to pass that money on to your heirs tax-free as well absolutely the Roth IRA gives you options folks and that's the big thing about a Roth is it's going to give you options later on that you didn't necessarily have so a part of what you have to have done in this process is being educated that's a big goal of our show is to educate you, to educate you on how these different things work. So what we'd like to do is continue that education for you. So the the strategies that we talk about here, the plans that we talk about, these work best for people that have saved at least $200,000. Most of these strategies from a tax perspective or from an income perspective work best at that number. We're not going to turn you away regardless of the amount of money that you've saved. But we want to give you a complimentary financial review of that entire piece of the puzzle for you. We call it a retirement lifestyle review because we found that there's about three things that most of you don't have a true understanding on. Number one, you don't know how much you're paying in fees and commissions. Number two, you don't know how much unnecessary risk you're taking with your nest egg. And number three, and this one is huge, you don't understand the tax implications of the different parts of your retirement savings. Myself, Andy, Luke, we'll sit down with you. We'll help you understand all of these listeners. Many of you go through this process and you eventually become our clients, but others don't, and that's okay. This process isn't designed to turn every one of you into a client. It's an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. We can't give you specific advice for your unique situation on the radio, so this is an opportunity for you to get some answers to some of your specific questions. Bring the questions. We'll see if we can provide the answers for you. Call right now. If you're one of the next 10 callers in, we'll get you scheduled for that retirement lifestyle review. We will get you a complimentary copy of the book that I wrote called Purpose Determines Placement. That's a nine-step guide to see you to and through retirement. And we will get you on the right path headed in the right direction. All right, that sounds good, Sam. So you heard what he said. The next 10 callers at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. We'll get that complimentary retirement lifestyle review. It is uh, worth a lot. And uh, he'll even toss in Purpose Determines Placement, his uh, very uh, fine best-selling book. And again, it's 866 866- 203-7486. That's uh, 866-203-7486. And you can retire with confidence. You can get the plan laid out for you. And as Sam said, there's no pressure. There's no uh, uh, fee involved. Uh, there is uh, no cost, no obligation. But I have a funny feeling that you're going to enjoy working with Sam or Andy or Luke uh, here at Dual Financial Strategies. Again, that number, 866 203 7486. 
866-203-7486. Fast-moving show. Yeah, I think it's been a, a good one, the first uh, show that we've done together, uh, Sam and company. Uh, now we're going to get to the good part, aren't we, next? Absolutely. When we come back, time again for questions from our listeners. That and more. We're back on Your Retirement uh, with Sam Duell and Duell Financial Strategies. I'm Chuck Caton, and we have uh, Andy Schooler in our studios, along with Luke Van Abel and uh, the man for whom the company is named, Sam Duell. He's uh, a guy that can help you out in retirement planning at 866-203-7486. That is 866-203-7486. That's the way to reach him. And it's uh, question and answer time right now. Uh, are you uh, feeling like the shell answer man, or are you going to uh, delegate some of these questions, Sam? I think we've got a variety of uh, listeners in the Fox Valley that want to hear from you here. Yeah, well, well, I'll try to delegate as many of them as I can. <laughs> okay, very good. Spoken like a, uh, a true diplomat and a true uh, delegator, a, a true administrator, and a fine one indeed, I want to say. All right, we're going to go to Appleton with our first question. And uh, Robert is there, and uh, he says that I inherited a small IRA when my mother passed away. Now, is there any way, I don't know about this question, but uh, I'm going to throw it at you. Is there any way to avoid income taxes? I don't need the income at this time, uh, and uh, can I keep it in an IRA? So, don't know what you're going to say on this thing, but I bet the answer is no. Well, it's a... For the most part, yes. The answer, the answer is no. It's a multi. It's a multi-layered answer, uh, actually. So, um, first of all, when someone passes away and you inherit an IRA, and you are not the spouse, that's called a non-spousal inheritance. When you do that, the rules are different for you. Um, so, what happens when uh, when you inherit an IRA and you're not the spouse? You're the you know you're a child or you're a cousin or whatever you happen to be um, the first thing that happens is no you can't avoid income taxes now what you can do is you can to a certain degree delay the income taxes absolutely because at this point in time there's a rule in place that says if a non-spouse inherits an IRA they have to have the value of that account withdrawn within 10 years Okay, that's what you have to do. So you don't have to take it all out at once, Robert. The money doesn't have to come out of there all at one time. You can if you want to, but understand that taxes are due and payable on every penny coming out of that regular IRA. So you are going to have a tax obligation for it. Um, You can keep it in an IRA. You're going to turn that into what we call a beneficiary IRA or an inherited IRA. But you will have to set up the equivalent of a required minimum distribution like your mother had if she was at that age when she passed you will have to set up an annual distribution out of that account with the key of that being that the money has to be removed from that account in 10 years so robert you can't avoid paying the taxes on it but if you want to talk to us about it we can show you how to at least spread out paying the taxes yeah very good point by uh, you sam and i think for our listeners they should know that things change you used to be able to inherit that ira and then uh, amortize that over your life right to take it out but now as you say it's got to be done over 10 years that's a new rule okay let's go to shirley in green bay now 
who's considering cutting back to part-time work. She's been working full-time. She's 63 years old. Uh, my husband, unfortunately, passed away a few years ago. I want to know if it would be possible to receive his Social Security benefits and still work part-time. Luke, speaking of delegating, you are, <laughs> you are the uh, Social Security savant in the office. Why don't you handle that one? So you can surely start to collect a benefit, like a widow's benefit, off of your husband's uh, record, which would be reduced down um, depending on the age that you start to draw that out. If you're, you know, before full retirement, there's a there's a scale for reducing that benefit down, but you would be eligible to start drawing that benefit. You will want to keep in mind as you're, you're talking about continuing to work part-time in some capacity that there is a limitation on the amount of money that you can earn outside of um, Social Security from earned income. So this is business income or um, you know, W-2 from a job income. 1099. 1099, 1099 or W-2 yep. um, income. So you'll want to keep, if you're Prior to your full retirement age, you'll want to keep your income under $18,960 in a given year. If you do go over that, that's a good problem to have, but you will see a reduction in the amount of your Social Security benefits. So for every um, dollar or every $2 that you go over, there will be a dollar reduction in the amount of benefits. So you can do that. Um, you can visit the ssa.gov site and also search Survivors Benefits Guide. There's some resources there for you as well. Yeah. Anything that pertains to Social Security, we found that that website is is a very valuable resource for you. So you might want to write that down. Uh, surely that'll be valuable for you. And for any of the rest of you, if you want to write that down, it's just it's just www.ssa.gov gov and that'll get you to the uh, generic portion of the account uh, you can set up your own account there so that you can actually log in and see your social security particulars as well all right that's a good one and uh, she wants to be called shirley as opposed to officer drebin from naked gun right and he said don't call me shirley <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't call me shirley <laughs> it's 866-203-7486 uh, to have your questions answered too and to get a hold of sam and his team at uh, dual financial strategies uh, let's go to Maddie in De Pere now, uh, who uh, says my company offers a 401k and a Roth 401k. And uh, we don't see too many companies that do that, but uh, uh, Maddie is very uh, fortunate, I suppose. Currently, I contribute uh, 6% of my 401k and then 8% of my Roth 401k out of uh, my income. Is this a good long-term strategy? I want to contribute all to my Roth 401k starting in July of this year. So uh, tell me, is that a better strategy? Well, Maddie, I would say that um, anything that you can put away in regards to tax-free, so the more that you can funnel to the Roth IRA long-term, I think that's always better to have no taxes later on than to have more money going into an account that you are deferring taxation simply because we don't know what taxes are going to be later on. Unless there's some strategic reason that you're working with a CPA and they're telling you you should contribute to a traditional plan or your traditional 401k, I would I would definitely go with everything to your Roth portion so that you are building tax-free income later on. Yeah, and your tax preparer or, or whoever does that for you, they should be able to run a, even like a mock tax return for you to see if it, would uh, affect you. if it would affect you from a tax perspective. The only other consideration, Maddie, that I would give you um, is that a lot of times companies will only match into that pre-tax non-Roth. Yeah. So 
um, you don't want to give up the free money by you know, just contributing everything to the Roth. I would agree with you, Andy, that that long-term is, is the best strategy, but don't leave that free money on the table, um, even if it means just contributing the bare minimum amount to maximize your match amount. Get yeah. the free money, then move on. Exactly. That's right. That's another song. Take the money and run. We were going with all that stuff, right? Okay. It's, it's theme day. It is theme day. Absolutely. All right. Final question here for Sam and the team. And it is uh, from Little Shoot. And uh, I've been that. Uh, I was there a long, long time ago. Ed's there. And he's turning 70. And he's got uh, a pretty good amount of money, just under $200,000 in a simple savings account. But he says, I realize now that I have lost a lot of opportunities for growth in this money over the years by not placing it into a different type of account. So I want to know at my age, my options for investing this money are much smaller. I understand that. But uh, what should I consider doing with this money to help it grow? Well, you know, we can we can absolutely synthesize with you on that, Ed. It is it's a little bit today keeping money just in a simple savings account or in the bank or credit union. Uh, I often say it's kind of like getting nibbled to death by ducks. Uh, <laughs> they just you know they get all of you at some point in time, just yeah. a little piece at a time. But um, you know, you've got a lot of options, Ed. There's a lot of things that you can do uh, if if you're wanting to do things like in the stock market, you can do that. Uh, we use a lot of very sophisticated software today to analyze risk levels and to analyze people's uh, relative risk levels and what they can handle and then uh, you can do things called tactical investing where uh, you know you kind of have some predefined limitations on uh, the amount that accounts can change uh, uh, on a downward scale or you, there's even things you can go to in the uh, what we would call the principal preservation world. Uh, insurance companies uh, offer offer solutions today where you can get either fixed accounts uh, with fixed amounts of interest, uh, and you're certainly well within the age of that. Or you can even go to that sort of a uh, that sort of a strategy and uh, participate in the growth of the market. You can get some of that upside potential of it, but at the same time, you can insulate yourself from downside risk. So, uh, I Ed, I'd love to talk to you. Give us a call. We'd um, we don't want you to think that you don't have any options because, uh, uh, you know, age is relative, right, Chuck? Absolutely, age is relative, and uh, that's why I enjoy doing this program with you guys. It keeps me young, you know? I mean, all of you guys probably don't remember the 1977 Badger hockey season, right? <laughs> uh, no, but I'm guessing that we've got folks that do. Absolutely, <laughs> and, and you've got a great offer for them. Yeah, we, we really just want to talk to you about going over your checklist because you've got to make sure that all of the financial puzzle pieces are going to fit together. And the, the big three that we find for most of you today uh, are Social Security, at what age should you start taking it, how's it going to fit into your overall income picture, that's a biggie. Number two is risk, how much are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age and for the amount of return that you're actually getting? So number three then are taxes. Understanding what the tax implications of your savings are going to be because many of you have saved in the type of plans that will be taxed in the future at unknown rates at a given point in time. So is there a way to save money in taxes down the road by planning proactively now? Now there's a lot more to discuss than that, but what we found is that most folks just haven't planned thoroughly enough to address all of these issues. So whether you're managing your retirement plan by yourself, you're realizing that there's a lot that needs to be done you haven't addressed, or maybe you've got a current planner or advisor and you just you can't help thinking that they aren't touching on all of these different subjects for you. Let's get together, talk about where you're at, educate you further, give you that retirement lifestyle review. I want to get a copy of my book, Purpose Determines Placement in Your Hands, and I want you to be educated 
and I want you to be able to check off the goals on that checklist and get yourself into the retirement that you deserve. Absolutely, Sam. And the way to do that and reach Sam Duell and his uh, wonderful team is by calling 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. And uh, you'll get that book, Purpose Determines Placement. Uh, you'll get that uh, lifestyle review uh, for your retirement. And that's something that will give you, uh, well, the kind of confidence that you deserve to have uh, from Sam and his team at uh, Dual Financial Strategies. That's 866-203-7486. Well, Sam, it's been a thrill to be with you for our first show. I hope uh, you felt it went well. I hope our listeners enjoyed everything uh, you, Andy, and Luke had to say. And uh, what do you have to say as a, a final farewell? Hey, we're looking forward to uh, week two. Hope all of the listeners enjoyed it. Hope you got something from it today and have a great weekend. And we'll be back here again, same time next week. Investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies.